Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hopwoody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow! I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. And of course, if you're an IFS subscriber, which of course you should be, uh, you'll no. get it on Thursday evening. And, and why wouldn't you want to be? Um, just another reminder that we're doing an excellent series on the IFS Turbo at the minute, which is a, a Melchester Odyssey spin off called mm. the Races Rocket Odyssey. It's a 21-part series based on um, a short-lived, for, for its sins, uh, strip in the Roy the Rovers, where Roy Race becomes a racing driver. Race by name, race by nature. And, uh, yeah, that's that's ongoing at the minute. Yeah, you and know it's what it is? It's, it's, it's proved very popular, but as a story, it's kind of like the dark underbelly of... Ride the Rovers. Like, if you think Ride the Rovers Main Street, that's just mm. fun and games. I'm trying to think what the analogy would be. I, I tell you what, right? It's it's like, do you remember when Radiohead, like, they released, you know, their follow-up to um, OK Computer? Was uh, was it yeah. Kid A or Amnesiac? Kid A, and then Amnesia came a few months later. As if Kid A wasn't enough. See, that, <laughs> for me... I'm like, you know, I told you that time when my my wife uh, had to make me a playlist called Radiohead for Babies. <laughs> <laughs> everything before Kid A. Well, no, because I liked everything before Kid A, right? Yeah. I mean, The Benz is one of my favourite ever albums, right? Um, and I, I consider it superior to OK Computer. I fucking love that record, right? But then after that, I'm like, ah, no, this is a bit of hard work, all this stuff. I can't be bothered anymore. So she had to (laughs) fill it out. Um, And she's a bit, you know, she's a, she's a bit more upmarket than me. She, she kind of prefers that stuff. And so she had to fill it out. The songs that she thought I could handle from the post kid a era and put them together on a playlist. Yeah, There's one or two in each album, isn't there? Which are like, like I've got almost got a melody. Are okay for babies like me. Yeah. Music yeah, babies. <laughs> hey, that's love. That is that's love. Yeah, it was nice of her. Baby's playlist. Yeah, it was nice of her. Um, so yeah, I mean that's what that like. I would say, Racy's Rocket is basically mm. his like the kid A of Roy the Rovers, isn't it? It's that's darker, a very good analogy. It's grittier. I like that. It's more challenging. And we're getting an insight into Roy, the dynamic of Roy and Penny's marriage as well, because oh, yeah. Penny's joining him. I'll not give too much away, which is joining him on the uh, on his adventures. On you the, only see on a snapshot of their marriage in Roy the Rovers in the main strip. Yeah. Usually, it's around the breakfast table, and she's going, "Oh, Roy, mm. you're so stressed. Why can't you step back from work?" And he's like, "Shut <laughs> it! I've got fucking Bill. Who do you think keeps this fucking roof over our heads?" It's the milk cup tomorrow night. That's 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 uh, that <laughs> that's a two dimensional depiction of what's going on in their marriage. Mm. But when you get into Racy's Rocky, you really get you know you get dirt under you See get the dirt of, under of the fingernails really all about don't we the real penny. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we really do 
It's like better writing. It's like someone learning to, you know, someone uh, at Royal the Rovers Empire at IPC Media mm. had to learn to write female characters. Someone and like not them. just have them as tits and ass eye candy for the adolescent reader. They had to actually create a three-dimensional penny, and that's what they've done. It, it feels a little bit like um, when Tucker Jenkins left Grinchill and did Tucker's Luck. Love Tucker's Luck. Yeah. That's it was so the, obvious. It might be worth a deep dive, because the thing about Tucker's Luck was, it was uh, so kind of... It was the mid-'80s, and we were still sort of, you know, there was this youth unemployment problem, wasn't there? Right? Yeah. Millions of unemployed young people with no prospects. Riots everywhere. Yeah. Right? Problems in society with the youth who had no opportunity. <laughs> Made <laughs> for the kids by the kids. What's that? <laughs> what was it called that? Hanging around, hanging around the youth programme in the young ones. Oh, nosing around. That's it. Nosing around. Without, without, nosing without, around. Without a, without a D on the end. Nosing around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll with it. What is it like? Yeah. Well, uh, why is it that I can <laughs> that I can get married and pay tax, but I still can't order a beer in the pub? <laughs> yeah. You can get those in a row T-shirts. Oh yes, yeah. Might have to do that. But Tucker's luck, I feel, was sort of linked into that because it explored Tucker, a young man who we knew from our years enjoying, yeah. you know, his antics at Grange Hill, had a great deal of charisma and street smarts. He was an intelligent young boy. Yeah, he broke the rules sometimes, but he was likable, right? He had, you know, he had everything he needed in a way to survive. But where were his opportunities? So what we saw was Tucker struggling, didn't we? Hmm. Struggling to like basically find a life outside of school, um, form a relationship, um, maintain his friendships, and get a career. He was a loyal, a loyal young man because, of course, he still hung around with Fat Allen. He did go to school with, didn't he? And Benny. I don't know if Benny was in it. Can't remember. But you know what? They're all on. They're all on YouTube, Sam. All three series. Pretty sure. Pretty sure Benny popped up on um, the Alan Clark uh, directed. Was it Alan Clark who made the firm with Gary Oldman? Yeah. Um, and uh, I think Benny played a member of the ICF or whatever they called it all in right. that. In the firm. And, yeah, right. and he and he he got his face. Unfortunately, he got his face carved up. He did. It. I yeah. remember that now, mm. yeah. I've got an Alan Clark DVD box set yeah. with all of his films in it. Scum. Meantime. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rita Sue and Bob 2, the best of them all, I would say. He did a one called Elephant, which was just a series of um, executions during the Troubles. Oh, my God, seriously. And there was no no dialogue in it whatsoever. Oh, my God, just, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's upsetting. Heavy me. stuff. I'm sorry about that. We never got through the it. Once Upon a Time in Northern Ireland because uh, my wife, as much as I say that she's tougher and more sophisticated than me, in the end, it just she said, this is brilliant, but I'm not sure after a hard day that I can watch any more of these Irishmen talking about all the murders they had to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like this podcast, like, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But I'm gutted I didn't finish it because I was loving it. 
but maybe I'll go back and finish it on my own. But it was it was tough, wasn't it? That it was, it as was I'm sure watch. Elephant all is as go. well. I, I I binged it the uh, the Northern Ireland thing. Did you? Oh, you must have fucking uh, yeah. felt pretty I, I, drained I just, by I just the end thought, of that. Yeah, I better not stop. I think I did it in two days. It's like swallowing yeah. some bad medicine. Yeah, yeah. Get it down you. It's like drinking those afterwards. athletic greens that we've been drinking, isn't it? You know yeah, you've got to do it. You know it might do you good, but you what? have to fucking get it down quickly because it, it's not a sipping drink, I tell you that much. No, I haven't started yet because they haven't come up with the money, so I wouldn't even, I'm going to edit the name out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't said whether Your I think move. it's good or not. I haven't said yeah. I will. I will declare what I think about it once we've been paid. Yeah, I will form an opinion. And yeah. it'll probably be favourable. Mm, probably. We'll have to wait and see. We can't I've just watching be... the, I've started watching The Traitors. You watch that? I watched the first series. I never got to the end of it. it was mm. Like, me and Len got into it, and then we just let it fizzle out. But people are talking even more about this second series. Is it good? Well, I've just started episode one last night. Yeah. Did you watch the I'm first like series? six or seven behind. No, I didn't watch any of the first series. No. So I, I, tell you that, I, I think can't... the reason I lost interest after the first few episodes was I thought, this is kind of too contrived like who gives a fuck mm. <laughs> i mm. felt a bit like who gives a fuck if that person's gonna portray that person so what what are the, where's the jeopardy mm. what are the consequences yeah and like at the beginning where, where, where claudia winkerman says you will be murdered but well, they're not getting murdered yeah, but they're not Go getting on. murdered exactly so yeah. stop fucking bullshitting me winkelman <laughs> i'm like winkelman <laughs> let me tell you you're you're a great presenter love the hair and all the you know your shtick brilliant no problem with you Winkleman but I will tell you this if the BBC did start to fucking start televising a live murder game on the box right you would mm. not be high up let's be honest they'd give that to what's his name Andrew Neil wouldn't they they wouldn't be <laughs> he'd be perfect for it are you going to say Andrew Tit? no if they were going to if the BBC said look uh, we're really worried about the licence the TV licence and you know we're coming under more and more pressure from the Department of Media, Culture and Cunts. Deliver the and, ratings. And the ratings. Mm. And, and we need to we need to deliver something that the people actually want. They say that it's our, our output is, is too arts, it's too woke. So ITV have had a lot of success with uh, Murder with Anton Deck. Yeah. And um, that's gone down really well. And so we thought we could do a BBC spin on that. Um, so it's got to be slightly more cerebral. Obviously, it's the BBC. It could uh, be Michael McIntyre doing Murder Wheel. Murder Wheel. He does that wheel. He's already got the wheel and they've already got Michael McIntyre running it. So Could you could also that, have Andrew? I just think that Andrew Neil has got that. He's got a somber and very serious rem- tone I'll about it. Remove McIntyre then yeah. and call it Andrew Neil's Murder Wheel. And then it rhymes. Yeah, rhymes too. And just use the same wheel. Can he throw to just Professor it John? down at the end each week. In between the things, can he throw to Professor John Curtis, who's kind of <laughs> analysing what's happening? Fucking yeah. And he's going, well, it's quite fascinating. I'm pretty sure the next murder committed, but who does the murder? How about it's some a mystery guest each week, a mystery celebrity. He's in a, um, mm. a hood, right, like the old yeah. hangmen used to be, yeah? And right on the traitors, there's yeah. a little bit of fun at home. You can text in who you think this week's celebrity murderer is. Yeah. And it might turn out to be Amanda Holden. Sir Clive Sinclair. Sir Clive Sinclair, Amanda Holden, (laughs) you know, whoever. 
Windsor Davis. No, he's dead, isn't he? I think Sir Clive Sinclair's dead as well. Oh, well, so we're, we're well, basically really looking good. at Holden. And let me tell you, Holden would do it. Mm. She'd do it, no problem, wouldn't she? She'd do it well, about thinking twice. I came across my uh, shrink-wrapped copy of the CD-ROM magazine, Enter. Yeah. A couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. Seminal, with, uh, Amanda Holden seminal on the publishing phenomena. Enter yeah. magazine, yeah. Still still shrink-wrapped for right. added value. Ooh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, that go do- for now? Don't want to unwrap that, mate. No way. Go for a lot. You could probably sell it yeah. to her. She probably wanted to buy them off the market. Don't forget that she. Don't forget that she was very angry and made hostile contact with me via her agents um, about those yeah. pictures appearing on the cover, which I now, in retrospect, her. understand. I do. You shouldn't have mentioned her in this this episode. She'll, she's probably got software. She's, she's looking. Mentions of her name. She's been looking for an opportunity podcast. to take Delaney down. Fucking yeah. for decades now. She plays. Holden plays a long game. What's funny is my mum bears such a grudge about anyone who I've had even the slightest brush with, right? Uh, uh, negative <laughs> brush with. So she's always remembered that, and yeah. she's like. Ah, uh, Britain's Got Talent. That is one program I will not watch. Ah, oh, that fucking Amanda Holden. And like people go, what? What's your problem with Amanda Holden? She was nasty to my boy. Right? She wasn't that nasty. <laughs> I mean, even I said, well, the thing is, Mum, I bought some photos of her, and you know, I didn't seek her approval or clearance. <laughs> Used them incorrectly. I didn't need. No, I didn't. There was no <coughs> legal. There was no legal reason I shouldn't have used them. I was perfectly within my rights because she didn't own the pictures. Mm. She'd signed over the rights. But I suppose curt- a courtesy would have been nice. But I showed no courtesy because yeah. I was young and I was learning the ropes of being an editor. And I thought I had this idea that you had to be ruthless, right? And um, But my mum's never forgiven her. Uh, the other one is Gok Wan, who, who had a right, who rang me up and, and shouted at me mm. because I ran up. Well, I didn't. It wasn't my decision, but I was the boss of the magazine. and It was when I was at Heat, and we ran a, a, a small picture in an interview with him. He mentioned that when he was young, he was a bit overweight when he was a schoolboy. Yeah? And that, oh, yeah. And that had influenced his his attitude yeah. towards body image ever since. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing to say. And what you do is, when you're doing an interview with someone, you then go to a library, a picture agency, and you say, right, can you give us your collects and your archive on Gokwan? Send us everything you've got. We'll have you got ones. anyone where he's really fat? No, but we wouldn't have said that. We would have said anything <laughs> you've got. And they go, right, and they, yeah. they own these pictures and they send over everything. And one of them is like a fat kid in a school photo. And for some reason, they've got that. And they go, well, someone said, well, in, he specifically refers to this. In the art, in the interview, run the picture, run it very small on page three mm. of a f- like four or five page interview. Well, he called, he somehow got my direct line, Andy, and he called me up and he gave me what for? It's got one. Yes, they got one. He did. He went like this. This is how the call went. I remember it distinctly. I picked up the phone. It was it was quite late in the day, and I was thinking of fucking off, right? And my de- <laughs> and my lad, I- it's ten past four. <laughs> Yeah, right, that's me. I'm off down the juicer for a packet of peanuts. <laughs> if anyone needs me, right, call the dog and barrel, right? But don't yeah. ask for Sam, because I'd go by ask Derek for, there. Ask for or, Keith. Or just yeah. say the, the man at the bar eating the peanuts. 
<laughs> right. And, uh, oh, hang on. Just before I go phase three. Well, and it's one of those ones you think, bit of a gamble answering this. Because uh, it could be a, a problem. Maybe I'll leave it. And then last week I thought, fuck it, I'll answer it. And it was like this. Hello, Sam, it's Gok. I'd never spoken to this guy before in my life. Mm. And it doesn't matter if Gok's a distinctive name. I can tell you, Andy, if your phone ever rings and someone says to you, it's it's Gok, you don't, mm. you, I've, I've been there. You don't, you don't register straight away that it's Gok Wan off of how to you look don't. good naked. Oh, God, I you probably d- would, I think. No, I know you no. think you would. If you'd asked me yeah. before, I would have said, yeah. of course, of course, course I'd yeah. know it was Gok Wan. Especially Gok, in the context that we've just published yeah. a magazine with Gok Wan in it. But no, you don't. You like you're thinking about other things. I have my mind on peanuts, as I usually do. It was ten past right? four on a Friday. Yeah. By that stage, I had peanuts on my mind and nothing else. And I was like, I was like this. <laughs> Hello, Sam. It's Gok. What? It's Mister Peanut off of the fucking planter's <laughs> peanuts packets. No, you're delivering now. Is it? Guess what, everyone? It's that posh peanut. Yeah, the one who wears the top hat and the monocle. It's just called me up. <laughs> he says to thank me for my years of patronage, he's going to give me a fucking lifetime supply of peanuts. He's going to give me one of his top hats. It's going to be full of nuts. <laughs> hey! He's coming round and he wants me to be the next Mr. Peanut. <laughs> he wants me to quit my job as a magazine editor and be the new Mr. Peanut. All this my dreams have come, come true. true. <laughs> to our cunts. Tell the bosses upstairs I quit. <laughs> Um, yeah, he said, it's Gok. And I went, who? And he went, Gok. It was like a Ronnie Pickering thing. I said, who? Yeah. Gok. And I went, God. <laughs> I've got to spell it. And he went, Gok. Gok. Surname, please. Kikinka. Wa-a-na. Gokwan. Yeah. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> What do you think I want, you cunt? What's this fucking picture you put in the fucking magazine? I fucking barely knew about it. I didn't know what he was on about. I probably hadn't looked at it properly. Yeah, but, somebody else did that. I was the editor. I just glanced uh, through uh, it. I the just, uh, so, yeah, you got me right. to the wrong bloke. I just sit around fucking <laughs> shouting at everyone trying to be funny all day. Then I go off for my peanuts. <laughs> you want to call one of the cunts who actually does the work. <laughs> you want the features editor or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they are impressive, some of these lads here. They do work hard. I don't know how they do it. I couldn't. I'll I'll tell you, God, I couldn't fucking do it. I mean, it's hard. It's complicated. And it's really boring as well. I don't know about you, but I've got quite a short attention span. (laughs) I just like, I don't mind turning up to a couple of meetings. But then after that, it's just peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. That's all I've got on the mind. they so they they got me measured up for this chair, right? They reckon it's ergonomic. It doesn't even go round and round. That of bollocks. Yeah, and I actually went and spoke to HR about that, and they said they'd get someone looking into it. But I heard on the grapevine that they'd purposefully made my chair non-spinning because they'd heard that I would from other bosses that I'd had before that I'd just spin all day and not get any work I'm a done. And at my brass job at Enter Magazine, I spun so much I kept throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got to see my reference from Enter and it just said Sam is a repeat spinner anyway. <laughs> avoid <laughs> avoid this he vomited he got himself all dizzy he, he would refer to in brackets said he would refer to this as dizzy dots <laughs> he'd come in in the morning bust. he'd have a cup of tea read something 
And then he'd just start spinning at around 10 a.m. <laughs> and by 11, he was staggering about going, I got dizzy dots! I got dizzy dots! <laughs> and then he'd throw up on his desk, fall on the floor and go home in a taxi. A company taxi at all. <laughs> 10 past two. <laughs> 10 past two would be home in his bed, citing fucking psychological trauma. <laughs> tried to get a note from his doctor that said diagnosed him with something called dizzy dots and the doctor would be like listen that is not a clinical diagnosis we cannot put that down but he'd be very insistent and he kept trying to sack his GP but it was an NHS GP you can't sack him <laughs> you're fired you're a fucking quack you never had a dizzy dots I'm going to get in touch with Miss Emblem my fucking reception school teacher She'll fucking put you straight on it. She knew all about Dizzy Dots. <coughs> we used to all get it back then. Uh, there was a Dizzy Dots epidemic. <laughs> That's the thing with school kids. Once one gets it, but they all get it. Yeah, they all get it. Sometimes parents would do Dizzy Dots parties, make sure we all got it. <laughs> but the problem was it weren't like chicken box. You can get it again and again. Uh, <laughs> I'm an adult sufferer uh, of, ch- of, of Dizzy Dots. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, perhaps, Mr. Delaney, if you would refrain from spinning on your chair so much, you wouldn't be suffering from dizzy dots so regularly. Where am I supposed to not spin on my chair? Get bored (laughs) shitless sitting still all the time. Jalapeño. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Jalapeño. I told Gokwan all this and he weren't interested. He was just interested in me. And going back mm. to my mum, she hates Gokwan now, which again, I think is unfair. And hits. I told her it's unfair. I said, Mum, it's all the cut and thrust <laughs> of the sharp end yeah. of the media game. The, the, the I said, you got game, you know, game, isn't it? If someone found a, a fatso picture of me when I was a kid, and believe me, there are some, and put mm. them in the paper without asking me, I'd probably be a little bit pissed off too. I let I'm him, going to Google I, now. I let, him, I let him blow off his steam at me. Um, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, what could I do? I've just Googled Fat Sam Delaney. <laughs> But I can't see it. <laughs> no, there's no, on, there's none online. No, there's none, there's, there's none, none publicly. There's none. I don't think. No. Well, I mean, there are pictures of me being fat, but I mean, like, that's just like well, not the internet. No, no. What I mean is, there probably are some of me looking a little bit porky in like my adult life at times. But well, they haven't but, been tagged as fat on the internet. <laughs> I'll soon see to that. <laughs> 
Dear Google. <laughs> no, I've got some. I've got some good ones. I'll, I'll, I'll send them to you, mate. I've got some good ones lying around from my childhood. All right, yeah, that'd be you good. Might, Thanks. You, you might be interested in them. I'll get them framed. Put them on the wall in front of us. <laughs> you can have a wall of Fat Sam. Yeah. <laughs> fat Sam. You know what, actually, actually, that that just reminds me. I you remember that school play I did, which I tried to name Delaney's right, and yes. which I was you Sam wrote Delaney. and directed and starred in. Yeah, yeah, and that named after myself. Right. Well. All my family came to see that, including my sister-in-law, who at the time was just my brother's girlfriend, but, you know, mm. since became my sister Are you clicking something, Sam? Yeah, I was playing with a pencil. And okay. uh, it's because I've got angry now thinking about this, right? <laughs> now, I was past... Anger clicking. I was, I was past my puppy fat years, and I was actually heading towards, not yet at, but I was, head, I was on a one-way course to my imperial years at this stage, right? Right. I was in the fifth year, I'd slimmed down, and... I don't want to be crude because you know I'm not a crude guy and I'm respectful no. of women. But starring in this play, the weight loss, the fanny was starting yeah. to roll in big time, right? Yeah. And I was like, I, so I look back on that as a good little golden age, not imperial age, but a golden age for old Sam, right? Mm. Um, now, the play itself sort of had shades of Bugsy Malone. It was Prohibition era. It was set in a bar in like Brooklyn in the Prohibition yeah. era, right? So fair enough, there were shades of Bugsy Malone, right? My sister, only a few years ago, something came up about this place. She went, oh, yes, I remember we all traipsed along to your school to see you in that play, playing, oh. who was it again? Fat Sam. <laughs> I went, you are? She went, Fat Sam, wasn't it? That was your character. I said, no, <laughs> my character was not Fat Sam. My character was Sam, Sam Delaney. I named the character oh, was I after, fat after myself. At that point. And I was... But she said something like, yes, but was it... Yeah, oh, sorry, it was because that was when you were a bit chubby. I said, no, I fucking wasn't. Oh, I was... I'd slimmed right down. Top notch. Yeah. yeah. I was fucking... I was as fit as a butcher's dog. So yeah. stop going around fucking spreading it, right? <laughs> that I was Fat Sam in a school <laughs> play. Fat Sam. Owner of Fat Sam's bar. That is, yeah, that is that. What were you name again? What were you called again? Tubby Delaney. That was it. <laughs> Fatty Bum Bum. Fatty Bum Bum. And when, I remember that play. It was just you with a head in a bucket eating sausage meat. <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I, and it wasn't I think even it was an skins. Art, uh, Was it an artist, an artistic thing? It was some sort of art play, and you just, you were ripping <laughs> the skins off, off sausages and then squishing the raw meat into your mouth. And then you had a washing up bowl full of gravy next to him. You kept lapping at it. <laughs> it was very strange. I assumed it was supposed to be avant-garde. <laughs> I thought, oh, David Lynch has finally come to West London. <laughs> Fucking fat Sam. I had the right ump about that. Yeah. Well, anyway, you've I'll had everything ruined off the internet that's got fat Sam Delaney. No, no fat Sam Delaney at all yeah. on there. So that's good. But, um, hey, did you see the Kings had a finger up the arse? Yeah. A lot of people crediting yeah, me for that. talking about it. Mm. Yeah. Must have been listening. Good for him. I'm a bit worried it, uh, about him, though, because, like, you know, I'm 48. I'm not young, but I'm not yet in the real danger zone. But you know what mm. they say? They say that most guys, when they die, when they're over 70, whatever they die of, there'll always be a little bit of prostate cancer. Oh, just Even- a little bit. Even right. if it's not the thing that's killed you, I didn't it, know that it will develop at some point, which is horrible to think of. But 
in, in other ways, it's not horrible to think of because it shows that, you know, it's not always, it can be a killer and you should check it out, but it's not always a killer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you can have it in the oh, background. That's good. But all I'm saying is King Charles, how old is he? I mean, he's pretty old. So. 75 or something like that, yeah. And, you know, if, if he's having surgery, intrusive surgery, I just don't, you know... I I think we're we're fans of King Charles on this podcast, and I just hope oh, he's yeah, all right. I think so. Put it this way, right? There was if it, I don't, I'm not ready for the fucking Prince William to take over because he oh, he that. strikes me as a right fucking Lampard. He's 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 a tedious cunt. He's the sort of bloke I could see being mates with Eddie Howe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, Frank yeah. Lampard yeah. or something. It would be like Butter the Queen again, him because she was she had nothing about her. Let's be honest. Well, now that we've seen the King, what? Oh, I saw the king. I saw a really good thing. Um, they he was wearing a tie, right? This was in the te- the Telegraph. Unbelievable how much they loved the royals. I mean, almost like beyond even the it, beyond the realms of parody, right? <laughs> and they and there was a picture of the king, and he's got a tie, and it's got little dinosaurs on it, Andy, tiny little dinosaurs. So the right, king's yeah. quite a well dressed man. Right, and so it, this is more of a David Brent style tie, and right. they did quite a, a yeah. they did quite a big sort of feature on how this was evidence of the king's playful sense of humour. Oh, because they apparently his nickname has become C Rex, C meaning Charles right. and Rex meaning yeah. king, right? Dinosaur C Rex, <laughs> and he's a, it's a play, C-Rex. it's a playful reference to his right playful nickname and i was thinking now that was the sort of thing they always speculated about the queen as well didn't they like the, the well, queen the has, has never been publicly funny right yeah. and yet Other than with Paddington. and yet the fucking royal the 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 sycophant media like the royal mm. obsessed media would constantly fucking perform contortions to sort of interpret something she'd done as evidence mm. of her notoriously cheeky and playful sense of humour. And now they're doing it with King Charles as well. He's giving it on a plate, though, isn't he, with the fucking dinosaur ties? He has, yeah. But Good it's not him. that funny. I mean, you know, wearing a dinosaur tie is not inherently funny or playful. It's for a monarch, I think. Yeah, it's out of the ordinary I'll give for him the a benefit monarch. of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. So one thing about All the right. Queen, though, right? Do you remember... Um, well, there's no way you won't remember this, right? In Peep Show... Right? Do you mm. remember when Jeremy had a really posh girlfriend called Big Suze? Yeah. And she was like almost one of the fittest women to ever be on telly. Big Suze, played by Claudia Winkleman's sister. Right. So, right? Stepsister, I think. I think it's stepsister. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But that's relevant to the story I'm about to tell. Okay. Uh, hang on. Maybe I'm it is her direct sister. Anyway, the, the point is, right? She, Big Suze, right, broke her spine, unfortunately, in a car accident a few years ago, right? Fucking hell. And, but Big Suze was married to a proper aristo, like a blue blood, right? Right. She's at a party, right, after breaking her spine. Who should be at the party but the fucking queen, right? Wee. I read this in an interview with the actress of Big Sue's recently, right? Because anything to do with the actress of Big Sue's, I'm always there for, right? 
She's at a fucking party that the Queen's at. The Queen, I don't know whether she's in a wheelchair or crutches or what. The Queen's come over to her and has gone, what's all this? Right? And she's gone, yeah. I had a car accident. And she's going, oh, yeah? How bad is it? And she's gone, well, put it this way. I, I broke my fucking spine, right? And the Queen's gone, wow, that happens to my horses all the time, broken spines. Whoa. She's going, I've, I've got a lot of experience with broken spines with the horses. Yeah. And she went, what always fixes them up is swimming. Swimming will fix it. And Big Susie's there thinking, oh, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Grandma. Compare me to a horse. I've fucking, I fucking broken my fucking back here and you're telling me to go for a swim. So at this stage, she's probably thinking, fuck off. And the Queen's gone, do you have a swimming pool? And Big Susie's gone, no, right? <laughs> Come on, get real, right? <laughs> and the Queen has gone, this is true story, right? The Queen's gone, yeah, all right, well, listen, if you want, if you, want you can use mine. <laughs> right? And Fuck she's yeah. gone, what? She's going, any day you want, no, straight up, I want you to get better, and I'm fucking telling you, swimming's the way. Any, any t- From now on, come over to mine to swim. You can use my pool. I, I never use it. Use it every day. Do yourself over. Come there every day, every morning, and do a few lengths. And she's gone, when you say come round to mine, where? She goes, the Buckingham Palace. <laughs> and she went, well, how I get you? Don't worry about that. I'll leave your name on the door. Right? <laughs> Fucking hell. And she's got Careful. a call on the Monday going... Oh, Her Majesty just wanted to reiterate, you can use her swimming pool whenever you want. And so she's just started driving over there every day. Drives up. Oh, yeah, it's me, Big Suze, whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, come on in. She comes in with her bag, with her fucking towel and her swimming cosy in. Gets into Buckingham Palace. Goes down. I don't know whether it's in the basement or where it fucking is. Goes down. Doesn't see the Queen. Gets changed. Swims a few lengths in Buckingham Palace. Basically, like, some people join the Virgin Active. Right, all the local council baths. Yeah, she went to Buckingham Palace for a swim every day, and I think Fucking in the end, hell. her spine did get better because I, I I went to see Wonka over Christmas, and she had a small part in that, which She's I was delighted by. Looking active, good. Wonka, by the way, absolutely brilliant film. Is it- Never have I had such low expectations that was so. Yeah like absolutely blown to smithereens oh, i right. went nice specifically thinking oh i'm gonna have a sleep because that's what i usually mm. do in even in good films i sleep and i thought fine the kids want to see it it's christmas we'll go and i'll sleep and i got there and from the first moment andy i was spellbound it's a great film brilliant cast nice one. Well. it's got all that lot from horrible histories in it yeah, yeah, it's the same so it's, people that yeah. did um, Paddington as well, isn't it? And it's got a lot of people Second from Peep Show, If you imagine, it's half the cast of fucking Horrible Histories, which is very funny, and half the cast of Peep Show, because it's got Olivia Coleman, it's got Johnson, it's got Big Sue's. Fucking hell. It's very go good, very good. Anyway, <clears throat> um, she was in that. So, it did work. The Queen was right. But what I'm yeah. thinking is the Queen's probably got some special magical swimming pool that heals spines, hasn't she? There's well, I was going to say, water. were the horses in the pool at the same time with her? Don't know. Because that would have been good. Don't know. They'd mention if, that. If you Google this story, which you may have done already, you'll you'll see that it's true. Uh, I, I can't remember do. the oh. woman's name. What's her name? Big Sue's. Yeah, Big Sue's. It's something, well, it's something Winkleman's. It's, it's, it's Sophia Winkleman, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, she's very attractive. 
Anyway, uh, big big says peep show horse queen. <laughs> horse queen spine. <laughs> There's your title there for is. this week's episode, mate. Today's episode, Horse Queen Spine. Which <laughs> wasn't that an album by Captain Beefheart? <laughs> it was Radiohead. It was the album oh Radiohead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Two thousand oh, and two thousand and six. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it. We've come full circle. Yeah, Horse Queen Spine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, she only told the story like two weeks ago, so we get Christmas. Yeah, that's nice. It's a good story, isn't it? So, I did think, oh, it's nice as a queen because I have been missing the queen a bit recently, actually. But, um, yeah, that's probably a bit more more out there at the time. Yeah, it was like George Michael. We only found out about a lot of her charitable acts after she'd passed Oa. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just reading the story. Did you say something there? I said she's like George Michael in many ways, wasn't she, the Queen? Yeah, all the stories came out afterwards mm. of all the, the good stuff. Because she used to watch This Morning, didn't she? And if she saw a poor yeah. person saying, oh, She'd I'm a nurse, I'm a nurse yeah. and I can't afford to buy my kids crunchy nut because um, my pay's so shit. And she'd like quite, then she'd like quietly call up the producers of This Morning, get yeah. the address of the nurse, and then suddenly on like the 14th floor of this tower block in Hackney, there'd be a knock at the door and there'd be a man stood there with a goose, a live goose. <laughs> and, the, and they'd just release this goose into her council flat and then disappear wordlessly. And the woman would be like, oh. And it'd be like, oh, look, look, this? there'd be a note that she'd find later attached to it and written in quill would be courtesy of Her Majesty the Queen. And yeah. they'd go, oh, such a playful sentiment. She sent me a goose, but fuck knows what I'm going to do with it. How am I supposed yeah. to turn this into crunchy nut cornflakes? So free. Big Sousa's daughters are 54th and 55th in line to the throne. Fuck me. That's amazing. amazing they, say you can't, they say there's no meritocracy in this country. <laughs> Fantastic. She's a good actress, and she worked her way yeah. into that. She's worked her way up to the 55th third in line to the throne. Hey, let's do some predictions. Okay. Um, get him on. We're, we're closing ground on the fucking Sorry, robot. Yeah. I'm going to do some extravagant predictions again because I don't think there's ever been a better prediction than Newcastle 2, Man City 3. Man City 3. And, uh, you know, I'm going to carry on going for it now. Yeah, you've peaked, I think. All right, then here yeah. we go. Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Uh, I think that is Arsenal 3, Crystal Palace 1. I'm going to go Arsenal 3, Crystal Palace 2. Whoa! Yeah, it's addictive. Results bot says 1-0 to Arsenal. Brentford versus Nottingham Forest. Ooh, this is a tough uh, one. I think this will be uh, fucking 2-1 to Brentford. I think this will be 2-0 um, Brentford. Sheffield United versus West Ham. <sighs> Spicy one. I think this is going to be Sheffield United nil, West Ham one. I think it will be 1-1. And tomorrow night, live on Sky, if you dare, Sunderland versus Hull. I said tomorrow night, Friday night. We're recording this on Thursday. So Friday night, uh, the temperature's supposed to be two degrees. 
Um, so uh, yeah, I'll be going to that. And Sunderland oh. versus Hull. I think this will be. Oh God! Um, I think we're going to l- draw one-one. I'm going to say two-two. Desmond two-two for this one. Desmond two-two for that. And for one week only, result spot has gone back to Millwall for its team. Okay. So it's QPR versus Millwall. Oh, good game that. Mm. I'm going to that. Um, God Almighty, I want QPR to win, obviously, but QPR so shit. But I'm going to say QPR two Millwall one. I'll go for um, three nil to Millwall. Oh. Don't know why. Just chuck it out there. Right, that is the episode. That is the predictions. It's the weekend now. So enjoy it. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.